right, welcome back. Just Outside Podcast. Myself and Mike are joined today by special guests, special, special guests joining us from Madrid <laughs> as we speak right now. And uh, yeah, we got Drew Becky on the pod with us, man. GM of uh, Ottawa. Drew, appreciate you taking time, brother. How are you? Well, how are you? Thanks, Keith. Thanks, Michael, for having me on. It's an honor. Yeah. Um, no, we're really excited to have you on. I've heard some great things about uh, guys in the past I played with, getting their experience with you as a as a, as a player. So really, really happy to enjoy it. We're going to enjoy having you on today. Um, yeah, first I want to get into how's, how's the life in Spain? How's everything been going with the preseason? Have you been transitioning into your new uh, position with the club? How's all of that been going for you? We finally got some some nice weather. We're up uh, just north of Madrid in in Segovia, about forty five minutes away. And uh, okay. Atleti, Atleti, Atletico Madrid has a training facility up here where they have a hotel, uh, a full grass pitch, and a full um, turf with a full. Okay. I guess I guess you say residence. We're not in the residence. We're in the hotel up here, but um, they have a gym and everything. So we're all in one beautiful. space. It's yeah, it's beautiful. It's a bit uh, remote, but. You know, for yeah. the sake of preseason, it's a good thing. Yeah. And the weather's finally just uh, got nice. It's about uh, 20 degrees today. So, uh, yeah, I mean, relative, nice relative. To, <laughs> yeah, know, I was going to say, I'll yeah. take that right now. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So I, had, I got a bit of a sunburn yesterday, so I, I was I was happy about that. Yeah. Um, but the, the preseason has been good so far. We have a unique advantage by having this this partnership, I guess, mm-hmm. this family of Atletico. Um, yeah. we, we definitely have to take advantage of They treat us as their own. And, uh, uh, you know, I can't say that more enough, you know, enough is that we get yeah, access yeah. to all their it's facilities. Amazing. They include us in all the games. We have the first team chef. So we have wow. a unique advantage that we have to take advantage of. And has that been uh, that relationship, you guys traveling over there for preseason, did that start that first year of the relationship with the, with the clubs? From what I understand, I was only, I've only been here since 2021. Uh, okay. okay. But um, from every time that I've been here, when we had the yeah. COVID year in 2021, we were here yeah. for two months and, which was good and bad. You know, we got to train in nice facilities with beautiful yeah. weather, but we didn't know when we were going to go home. So, um, yeah, in the last couple of years, I've spent uh, a lot of time here. And yeah. uh, it's uh, it's an amazing place. I'd love to live here in the future, but it's, uh, oh, it's a no. great place to come, especially in the winter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I've heard. How's your Spanish? That's good. Yeah, I, I'm fully fluent in Spanish. So really? Oh, shit. Okay. Position. Yeah, it helps with this position. And uh all our staff is Spanish as well, but you know when we're working yeah. athletic, if we need something, we have to, you know, call uh, down the okay. They'll bring it up, so that helps. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Impressive. Cool. Because cool. yeah. I also because I also heard through the grapevine the, the trips you guys have been taking over there. You, you've been able to find some famous fire pit spots and stuff like that over there. You guys enjoy? I heard some of your teammates. <laughs> yeah, we had some good times. Yeah. I heard that. I, I, I was told I had to bring that up today. Ah, uh, yeah, we'll keep those on the down low, but. Uh, <laughs> We had some tapas tours and uh, a few glasses of wine, so gotta take advantage of the off days. Uh, beautiful, oh, beautiful. Of course, you got you can't beat that. And like no, Spanish culture, everything about yeah, it. like bro, it's amazing for the players to get that uh, the experience over there. I'm sure is is amazing, especially starting it's off uh, getting into the season, right? Yeah, so yeah But yeah. um, yeah. So how is it? Obviously, you uh, you finished your career this this past season. Uh, how was that whirlwind of the final? Uh, getting past that and going into your next phase of your career and your uh, in your life, how how has all that been? Uh, it, you know, it's been. I don't want to say the word is easy, but it has been. Um, yeah, I, I felt I knew 
midway through last year that it would probably be my last. Uh, I just felt my, my body wasn't responding as it used to. I had a knee injury that needed surgery. I, in the semifinal, I took a, a knock to the face that I couldn't play in the final. So, um, the, those things happen all the time in, in, in football, in any career, in any sport. Um, and so I don't look at those things as a, as, as a disappointment. Um, mm. I always thought I'd stay in football in some capacity and uh, I wanted to be on the side of um, more of the business and, and helping sign players, find players, uh, contract negotiation, X, Y, Z. And, yeah. and luckily, you know, when I had my end of the year, um, whatever meeting you call it that we have, Madrid offered this position. And um, I was, I was honored, you know, I yeah. was honored and, you know, they said, you can continue playing. You still have another year of your contract or you can take this position. And I said, you know, I, I need to think more in the next 30 years yeah. and in the next two years. Exactly. Um, I, I get to train sometimes, you know, I'll train with the guys <laughs> yeah. here. Of course, show uh, them up a little bit. <laughs> no, 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 no. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not as fit as I was, but uh, yeah, it's fun to be able to be involved in some passing drills or, help yeah. with the, the, the tactical analysis. And I don't say much in training, you know, I'm there uh, with the, with the other coaches, but um, I, I know what it would be like if, if somebody retired, that was my teammate and then mm -hmm. came back and started telling you what to do. Yeah. So I would never yeah, do yeah. that. Maybe the younger yeah. guys, I'll, I'll pull them aside and say, Hey, you know, this is how you, why are we pressing in that moment? Why are we not uh, those yeah. type of things? Um, but we'll, we'll see what the future come brings. Um, I don't really have an interest in being a head coach, so I'd no, rather yeah. stay on, be on the other side of football. A lot more yeah. uh, longevity. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Because that's what I was going to ask you. I was going to see if you wanted to like step into that side eventually or down the line, but no. Eh? See, you know, I, I see, and this is not to compare myself to Premier League managers or <laughs> any high level manager, but you see, you know, like what Frank Lampard went through, Stephen Gerrard, you know you're not to say that I ever get to that level, but what I'm saying is that the longevity is not there. If you don't produce, yeah. um, you're out. And that's not a bad thing. That is, that's football. Uh, but I just, I, I value the relationship with the players, helping them. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we have some Spanish players that come over that, that don't speak great English, that, that don't have any credit history, those type of things. And the club is responsible for helping them settle. Yeah. Right. So yeah. to create those relationships and help them just focus on football. Uh, that's what we, we want to do with this club. And, and the CPL is growing. This is a project that doesn't really exist anywhere else in the world. Where can you find yeah. a country that has, has not had a football league before and yeah. we're just in the beginning. And there's a lot in the news about that, right. With Canada's Auger and CSB, yeah. but I think the longevity of the league will, will continue and it will thrive. We have a lot of potential. There's a lot of people that have uh, contacted not only myself, but the club to, they want to invest money because yeah. they want players to be, you know, uh, sold to Europe, you know, look at Jonathan, yeah. David, look at, you know, Alfonso. Those are big, those yeah. are two of the top value players right now. And they're Canadian, which is crazy yeah. to yeah. us. Right. Um, and that, and that all happened before we had a league, right. Exactly. There was no, there's yeah. no place for them to play, right? When yeah. I was younger, when I was 18, there was no place for it to play. So you went to the States yeah. and you hoped you had a chance. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why, yeah, that's why this league is needed. I'm, I'm excited for the future of, uh, yeah. of the CPL. Um, so let's, uh, let's go back. Let's take us back to where your soccer journey started, your youth career. I know you, um, you, you were born in, in Saskatchewan, right? Correct. But your family didn't move. Yeah, then your family did move to spend some time in Colorado, I saw as well. So, yeah, so tell us about your youth uh, experience soccer-wise and the family as well. 
Um, I played all sports growing up. I played uh, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, um, mainly basketball, baseball, and soccer. Uh, yeah. When I was young, yeah, my my parent, well, my my father went to the states for a job, and my mother was a college basketball coach, university basketball oh. coach in Saskatchewan. Yeah. So. We, we, he lived down there until he could get us green cards. And uh, then we moved down, um, which uh, at the time was not, not a great move just because it was a lot different. And I don't know yeah. if you've ever been to but it's a, it's a lot different than any other place even in, <laughs> just in Canada than I've only than been once. US. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. So it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I, not I on the top of my list. I might see you in yeah. Spain first. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I was in and out. I was there for a provincial championship. I remember. Yeah, you, you probably don't remember too much of it. That's <laughs> no, amazing. no, that's no. Okay. <laughs> and that's okay. And that's okay. So, uh, yeah, we we moved when I was young, and uh, I went to high school in Denver. Uh, I played youth soccer there. Okay. There was a time I left to go play for the Vancouver Whitecaps residency because at the time, yes. our uh, under seventeen national team, basically the whole team was it in Vancouver. Okay. Okay. So. I had left my uh, grade, what did I leave? Grade 10. I left grade nine or 10 to go up there okay. and uh, sign with them. Uh, we had chances to go play in Germany and, and sign with some clubs there. But at the end, my mom was always in my ear saying, Hey, you know, if you get hurt, you know, mm -hmm. you know, you don't have anything to fall back on, which yeah. uh, she was right. But yeah. uh, that was a, she was big in university. So, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I quit my contract and um came back and i went to the university of denver for three years and then i played a little bit in mls and uh some other places and now yeah now i'm here that's a that's a long story short the long story short yeah how yeah. uh, was your what's your experience like i know you spent uh, was it a season or two with columbus you were drafted by them as well yeah i was there a year and a half it was probably yeah. it was pretty pretty miserable to be honest uh, yeah we had some you know coach get fired halfway through I was still quite young I had some injuries didn't really get a lot of opportunities but we you know at that time there was the reserve league so I, I got a lot of games in there I learned yeah. how to be better in those situations um, which is tough now because guys in MLS if you're not if you're sitting on the bench or if you're outside the 18 you're not getting games uh, yeah. so that's that's really tough uh, so yeah. I was lucky I, I got a lot of games in that league that year um and and then in the second year, um, we had a new coach, Greg Burhalter, who's the state's coach now. Yeah, yeah, and I, I got yeah, I got uh, released after preseason. So that was that was a blessing though, because I was able to sign Ottawa and yeah. uh, got a lot of games when I was young again with a, a great mm -hmm. coach. Um, and that really kickstarted my career. So, Your career from there, but yeah. yeah, I can relate. I can relate to that because I was with yeah. uh, when I was with TFC. That would have been because you were 2013. You were with uh, Columbus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was with TSC 11 and 12, and like like you said, with the reserve league, like I wasn't playing, I only made two appearances in MLS, but when you're, you get those reserve games, if you're lucky for us, then it's maybe one a month, two a month, the league wasn't even really established as reserve. Right. So it was you tough playing, as a young player. Yeah, you were playing games at, I think we played TFC one time, and it was 11.30, almost 11 o'clock by the time we started the game at night. Yeah, it's like... Or you played the next morning at eight thirty in the morning. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it was a mess. Doing? Yeah, it was a I mess. know it was yeah, a mess. So, so as a young player, but, I I feel you for that. Yeah, it's tough, but that's part of it, and that's it. Yeah, luckily stuck around, and and uh, there's you know everybody has a story like that. Exactly, so it's important exactly. To, to to persevere through, and and unfortunately, you know, 
you build your own luck, yes, but football yeah. is also being in the right place at the right time. Exactly, yeah. And you can't ever see some guys hold resentment and say, oh, I, you know, I'm better than that guy. Don't say that. You know, just be happy for that person. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. This is what it is. So. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so you did – so that's NASL, right? The uh, Ottawa at the time, that league? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So and you and I saw mm-hmm. you played for a few few clubs. What was your experience in that league? So I've heard some good oh, things from guys who have played played around in that league and the competition as well. I heard was great. So as a young player, how was that for you? Yeah, as a Wild West, everybody could do what they wanted, right? Yeah. So at the time, there was no caps. There were no really rules in the league, which was in the long run not a great thing. Um, I think what had it going for them was it very much a European model where you know you own a club, Michael owned a club, I owned a club, and. You could get your own sponsorship deals. You could pay what you wanted. You could pay your bonuses. You could wow. choose to, you know, pay private insurance if you had a club in the States or not, whatever it is, a lot of things like that. And um, that was ultimately, I think it's downfall just to, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't sanctioned by us soccer for those reasons in the long run. Uh, but yeah, I, I had a great time there. Uh, the pay was good. The level was very good. There's a lot of great players um yeah the, the cosmos were awesome the yeah miami miami fc who's now in usl um i played in carolina which was a beautiful place to live mm-hmm. uh, jacksonville armada that was an old team so it was really awesome you know san francisco came in for one year won the league and then yeah. expanded <laughs> so, <laughs> those type of things those type yeah. of stories um yeah, you look back on it and you'll laugh about, but it was cool. The history of it, right? That was really the first yeah, year in North yeah. America, like yeah. you said. And so to be yeah. a part of that was cool. You know, there was times where the, the NASL teams beat MLS teams a lot of times in, yeah. in, in uh, the U.S. Open Cup. And yeah. um, the competition was, you know, pretty par. Uh, mm-hmm. That was when USL wasn't at the level it is now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, with NASL disbanding, it made the USL better. So there's... Uh, it gave a lot of players an opportunity to make a little bit more money playing a, yeah. a kind of a rogue league. And, and yeah, and, uh, yeah you, you had another experience where that, you know, if you were just on the bubble or you're on the precipice of MLS or you're up and down, yeah. there's another option to go to, right? You didn't have to, exactly. you know, you weren't, it was great. It was great, but uh, yeah. yeah, didn't last. <laughs> Fair. You were on a lot of teams though. Like I'm saying El Paso, I'm seeing Jacksonville, Carolina, and you said Carolina was your favorite place to be. Was that just for living wise, or just like the whole situation? Yeah, living wise is one definitely up there. I like Jacksonville too because I lived close to the beach. Oh. Uh, that was oh. nice for me. Come from Saskatchewan, I, I never really seen any of that. Right? And then you get the opportunity <laughs> yeah. to live at the beach. I think Jacksonville is a kind of a hidden gem of Florida. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. by the beach at least not inward but yeah the, the yeah. beaches are nice um yeah. but raleigh yeah. if you ever get a chance to go to north carolina right i was a big basketball fan so you got duke you got nc state in north carolina right there within 30 minutes so did you get to games cool. i i you got to see yeah I, I got to see a game at um at uh at duke yeah and see mike wow. coach yeah wow. that was really cool we're big yeah, ball fans very, too so yeah, yeah. Massive ball fans. That, yeah. that was that was really cool for me so uh, then who's geez. your college team I, you know, I haven't been on, honestly, I haven't followed as much as I should have been over here and working because I'm a, yeah. a big March Madness guy too. I'm sure you yeah. guys, as well. we were just yeah. saying that we're like, well, the brackets came out yesterday. I have not yeah, watched the game. Right. Anything I have this no, year. Exactly. I have no <laughs> idea. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I, I guess I didn't go and say I was I was always a Duke fan, but that's the Okay, easy yeah. thing to say. I liked Kansas. I liked Kansas. Watch, you know, growing up, uh, I'm Hoosiers a Jayhawk. was my I'm a Jayhawk. yeah. I a Jayhawk. Okay, yeah. Hoosiers was my favorite film growing up. So <laughs> yeah, true. That was very much connection between Saskatchewan and Indiana. It looks very similar. So that's Fair. what was mine. Yeah, Keith's a terrible Kentucky fan, so we don't even. <laughs> ah. <laughs> did they make the tournament this? Year? They did surprisingly. Yeah. Oh, they did, okay. <laughs> That's not a bad team to like, though. I like that. Yeah, surprisingly, yeah. man. But yeah. um, yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, the, I mean, amazing, yeah, nice uh, um, journey for you, going to be part of a lot of those clubs. But what was it like um, joining CPL when I first started? Were you there the inaugural season? No, no, I, I just came you in 2021. right? Yeah. yeah. So what, yeah, what was the I, biggest uh, differences you saw level level of play wise? So we talked to a few guys who play in the league, and they say they've been surprised with the level of play in this league and oh, the development they're seeing over the years. How was it? How was it for you? Um, well, you know, first of all, I was very sold on the project by our CEO, Fernando Lopez, and um, I was sitting around waiting. Uh, I had a, a contract to go play in the UAE, but oh, the, oh, okay. with COVID, uh, I couldn't get a work wow. visa. So um, I was just waiting. To, they kept saying, oh, you know, next week, next week, next week. And I, I couldn't wait anymore. So yeah. um, I, I, had bas- I had to go to FIFA to cut my contract. It was a it was a big debacle. So I had yeah. to wait. I, w- I I arrived late to to that season. I met them in Madrid. I think that season started in with COVID in in late May or June. There was a bubble in Winnipeg bubble, in twenty twenty one. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I flew yeah, yeah. straight to Madrid and and joined them. And our coach, a famous guy that I watched growing up in Mista, who played for Valencia and Atletico Madrid and uh, scored a lot of goals in La Liga amazing person amazing person mm-hmm. so you get here and you don't really know what to expect I, I had no idea i just knew that we were uh owned by letty and yeah i got to go to spain and it was beautiful weather and we got to these great facilities but it, 2020 was kind of a mess for everybody but let alone us because we started the club really hadn't had a, a foundation the the first year i think was they weren't involved in the first year and then in 2020 they came into the island games and they were yeah. only they only played five games together. Right. Yeah. And then I think they rehauled the roster. So when I came in there, everybody was pretty much new. There were only a few guys okay. left over. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you you know, you have a mix of not a lot of experience. And then you have a lot of young Canadian players who are hungry to show themselves. Yeah. Uh, we had some guys who maybe thought they had more experience than they did and maybe acted in a way that wasn't productive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um you know, but we had, you know, Chris Manello with a lot of experience. We had Ben McKendry, a lot of experience. Um, is Kevin yeah, still there? Of, sorry? Kevin Alleman, is he still there? No, Kevin left us. Yeah, he, he left was, us he yeah. last year. But uh, yeah, yeah unfortunately, great guy. Bit. I like that guy. Yeah, yeah Kevin, guy. played with Kevin. Yeah, so it, this I was really sold on the project, right? By yeah. Then. It, it took a lot that year to kind of get a team going as it does with, and then you're competing against the likes of Forge who had been together for three or four yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, as you know, they're, they're so good and and foundationally strong with Sigma and they keep seem somehow keep getting better and better each year. Yeah, every just year. 11 yeah. there, right. Yeah. It just looks yeah. fantastic. Crazy. I don't know how they afford everybody, but I know. Uh, <laughs> we were talking know. about that yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, but it's good for the league. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. It's really yeah. good. And, uh, you know, I got Bex is, is one of my uh, good friends and uh, I'm glad to see he resigned there because he's Mr. Forge and, yeah. but everywhere is really good. You know, Valor's getting better. 
Uh, you know, a new team in Vancouver coming in. Yeah, it was disappointing. Be great. Yeah. yeah, disappointing to see Edmonton go, but hopefully in the yeah. future it'll come back. Come back, yeah, uh, yeah. Pacific, everybody's building an identity, and that's important mm-hmm. for the future. Yeah. Um, and what was really interesting, we had an open tryout, and we had a private mm-hmm. tryout in Ottawa before we came to Madrid, and we had over 500 people want to get into it. Wow. 500. So, yeah, over 500 that applied to get in. We had to narrow the list down to 50, to, you know, because you can't have a job yeah. for 500 people. <laughs> yeah. I guess you could, but it would take too long. Yeah. Um, so it shows that the ambition, it shows the, you know, we have, especially in Ottawa, there's a huge multicultural aspect to the city. Yeah. Where we have a lot of Moroccans that come in, Algerians, um, everywhere in the world, uh, which is really cool. They want to play. They maybe yeah. don't understand the level because the level is very good. It is mm-hmm. very good. And we see that over here. A lot of the Spanish teams that we're playing against, we played against, uh, Letty B plays in the Premier Ref, which yeah. is the yeah. third division. And then we played against a team the other day called Sans, which is San Sebastian de los Reyes. These are very good teams, very yeah. good Spanish players. And they're they're surprised at the level, right? Yeah. They're surprised mm-hmm. at the quality of players that we have. Um, a lot of them come ask, like, hey, how can we play over there? You know, How can we get involved? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a good thing. You know, in, yeah. in Canada, going to the World Cup, it puts us on the map even more. Even more. Uh, yeah. And people make comments about that. Hey, I loved watching Canada in the World Cup. Bro, I yeah. hear it all the time. Yeah, oh, my crazy. too. And the UK, yeah. It's amazing. It's insane. It, I was it's... rooting for Canada. I was rooting for Canada. I know you guys came up short, but it, the future is bright. Yeah. And it, it, that's that's exciting for me in my role because, you know, there's there's so much to be done. And that's, you know, part of the reason why I chose to to take this this role and there's yeah there's just so much to do and we yeah. need more people to do it I mean more people with experience in the game uh to show what the players need on a day-to-day basis or Data. yeah you know if i'm gonna offer you you know a contract in the cpl keith you know maybe i can't offer you a million bucks but i say hey we're gonna get you a, you got your own apartment we'll get you a you know maybe a car you can drive during the yeah. during the the season um you know maybe there's a bonus structure you can make a little bit more maybe you could do some coaching those yeah. type of things Those, you yeah. know, build the you know the the incentives in for exactly. a player, um, and it's not hard to sell Canada. I don't think it's hard to sell Ottawa no. either. It's no. a beautiful yeah. place to live. It's not hard to sell York. It's not hard. To, Halifax yeah. is a beautiful place too. I know yeah. they have some trouble getting players, but uh, we just we have a lot of uh, upside. Yeah, big time. Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. This league was needed for like we were talking, we touched on earlier, these, um, this is another avenue for these young Canadian players to have, and that was needed. And I'm so, so excited to see um, where this league continues to go. I just, this past season, I'm going to be joining, I'm hoping coach at the, uh, the York, uh, with the York Academy. So I'm excited about that and see how that can grow and seeing all the players we're having come in and being one uh, to be part of this and have this opportunity. So yeah, it's going to be great. It's something we needed and I'm, yeah, I'm excited for it. So I'm excited to see as well what I, you guys will be doing over there this season. It'll be, be fun. We'll definitely be keeping an eye on that for sure in, in Ottawa. But, um, I'm excited to see what Nashi and uh, Morrow, who are the assistant coach, he played He played with – Nash was our assistant coach in Ottawa uh, a few okay, a while yeah. back, almost 10 years ago now. And uh, he was, uh, Morrow, whose brother, you know, Stephen, plays with the Nash team, he was played with us too. He was a good player as well. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. They they signed some good players. I'm excited to see how how Brian Wright does there, and uh, mm-hmm. he's a good guy. And yeah. I'm sure you know him. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. They have a lot of good players. So mm-hmm. not too um, well, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give up that competition. Uh, 
Exactly. Uh, we obviously we got to touch on um with your with your sister. How was it? The relationship you must have with your sister, having two in your family, having two professional footballers, uh, in your family. How was that in your relationship together? Probably going through your ups and downs together as footballers. I'm sure you guys can relate. How was your guys' relationship um growing up together in the in the football world? Yeah. Um. I have I have three sisters, so Jean yeah. is the youngest, um, and you know we're four or five years apart. So you know when I was going to university, she was just starting high school, and I wasn't really around for those formative years. Okay. I guess I mean yeah. I was, of course. And growing up with her, she always got uh, you know beat up. You know my older sisters are strong too. <laughs> yeah. You know, so she she Did they play. From, yeah, Did they yeah, play as well. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, they, she learned from three people, right? So yeah. that's uh, usually how it works, I think, in families. Yeah. Is you, you see the mistakes of everybody else or you see how mm. they play. And, 100%. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Janine was really the only attacking player in the family. My sisters and I, my other sisters and I, we were defensive players. Um, I don't know. We had that mentality, and Janine took the opposite uh, mm -hmm. and learned the other things. And But we've always had a, a very close relationship. We share uh, everything, you know, ups and downs. And yeah. uh, we talk a lot. And which is good, you know, because the, you need people to understand what you're going through. You know, she yeah. talks to my mother quite a bit, but, you know, my mom didn't play. She played at a yeah. high level, of course. She did. She yeah. did. But once you, I don't know, it's a different relationship. So she'll yeah. express things and, you know, doubts or, you know, hey, I'm, I'm really feeling good now. I'm, uh, I'm on a roll. And as you know, as a player, you have ups and downs. And so, yeah, we, we talk all the time. She had a great um experience going to the world cup and, and commentating she really loves that side yeah of the game. she did she did great you know, tune in and see her on there she did amazing yeah yeah so <clears throat> she has a future there um but you know i wanted to keep pushing i think there's more to her game so i, I try and push her there um she's kind of evolved a little bit as a player she was a, a really a, a big scorer when she was younger and now yeah. she's kind of moved into facilitator yeah so you know she learned a lot when she was at city and uh had a good yeah. move to portland but now she's she's gonna she knows she's got to push and, yeah. and, and, you know, have a good year and help Canada in a world cup year, you know, yeah, it's amazing. Right. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to see what the, this year brings for, for all of them. Of course. Yeah. That'd be great. As like a sibling thing so, though, like yeah. you want to be like real, real about it. Do you ever just get like annoyed about how well she's doing? <laughs> no no i never have i never have a lot of people want to compare a lot of people want to compare the game between men's and women's i don't think it's uh i think it's quite hard to compare the game yeah being totally honest yeah um and, and i mean that as just a matter of fact of physicality mm -hmm. uh you know uh, when we train in the off season together uh you know for back in denver seeing my mother i'll push her on certain things you know i'll say mm -hmm. hey you're, you're still you have the physicality you know a greater physical capacity say than somebody else so yeah. just use that use it yeah just one touch and go or you know you don't need a scissor and go just keep keep your first touch clean and and move on and run behind uh so she's she's trying to take that and um you know her boyfriend right now she has a uh he has a company in miami it's called sat soccer on instagram and he trains okay. a lot of the guys that come over from europe he has moise keen a lot of big players in europe okay and so she gets the advantage of getting to train in miami with his facility i think uh, gives amazing. her you know yeah a competitive uh i guess i just said a competitive advantage over other players that maybe it's yeah. not available to them so i try to push her to use that 
Uh, you know, as much as the relationship that she has with him. Don't worry too much about him. Be in the gym. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 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 So, um, but, you know, there's also that side of, of, of being a football where you have to disconnect. And she's yeah, she's definitely done it. When she, she moved from City, she did a whole straight year of playing because when her season ended with – or she was on. in the middle of the season right. with City yes, and she right, started right, right. a new one, right? So yeah. It's, it's, it's easy it's to lot. forget about that. Yeah, it's a lot. Whereas our uh-huh. off season's a little long, uh, you know, we started yeah. a bit earlier, but um, there's a, they don't really have an off season, so yeah. it's it's tough. It's a tough mental drain on on players for sure. Can imagine. Yeah, and not only that. Obviously, we've seen what the, what's going on with Canada soccer right now. We wanted to see just get your opinion on the dispute and what's going on with Canada soccer with the men's and women's side, what they're trying to do for the game here and for the next generation. And yeah, we just want to get your quick view on everything going on right now with the CSA yeah I mean I, I've had a lot of years with the CSA I've had a lot of good times with the CSA and uh, yeah I've been lucky to play with Canada quite a bit but um, yeah it, it's a delicate situation I know that we have yeah. uh, some certain individuals that have been there a long time and and maybe it's time for a refresher uh, yeah that's all really I can say. It's a delicate situation. I know a lot of people over there, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Uh, understand yeah. yeah, but uh, you know, I'm also thankful to the. I think there's a confusion between what the CSB and Canada Soccer are. Um, yeah, people see. I think the media side of CSB being maybe predatory towards Canada Soccer with the deal that was signed, but again. CSB is the reason for the CPL. CSB is the reason for a lot of funding in Canada soccer. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, I'm all for transparency as well. You know, when, the, mm-hmm. when the budgets are cut in a World Cup year for the women, that's disappointing. Yeah. Um, but you know, they also put a lot of money into helping the men get there. Not to say that money equals qualification, but it sure yeah. helps. Yeah. Um, and I'm all for equality. I'm all for equality. But I want the women to have what they need to be ready and. Um, so hopefully they can find a way to, you know, with the transparency of, of them coming in front of a committee, um, yeah. and, and maybe this brings a refreshing tone to the conversation and yeah. maybe we can put somebody in power or I guess in, in the leadership role that has played before. Yeah. That's um, what, that's all we, yeah. That's what we've been saying too. I think that's what they need. Yeah. But it's also too, if you're looking to fill that role, how attractive is that job at the moment? yeah i don't know i don't know yeah that's true you know um but csb is also responsible for bringing in a lot of sponsorship dollars to to the league to bring in the viability and creating one soccer which in my and i'm not saying this because they run our league they do a very good job of covering the league it makes it excuse me very attractive to outside people watching the highlights how they do the highlights um the the commentary the the promotion of players those things help you know, that that's a big reason that, you know, we were able to sell Baloo to, uh, you know, to overseas. Baloo tablet, yeah, right. we were able to sell. Yeah, because right, right, right. Yeah. Obviously, he did well. He's a player with a lot of potential. But you're highlighting certain players, and that helps bring, you know, yeah. um, value to the league. Yeah. And I think the CPL has sold more players uh, than than the USL, for sure. So, in the future, not getting off too topic, I would love to see a USL versus CPL yeah. tournament. Yeah, that would be really cool. That'd be really cool because there's, yeah. there's a lot of people asking, "Hey, how do I get up to Canada to play? How do I, you know, what do I, yeah. what do I need to do? Who do I need to talk to?" And uh, since I changed my my LinkedIn and my 
to team manager. I think people think that I'm the the manager yeah. of the team. So, <laughs> hey, what do I got to do to get in the club? I said, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you can send me your, can send me your CV. Yeah. But uh, Madrid makes the decision. So I'll help you out if I can. Yeah. Um, I could just imagine your inbox, just all these kids just sending you like YouTube compilations. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, what people think that, and that's another thing is they don't understand the, the level of play. It's, it's yeah. very good. They think yeah. it's very amateur. And it's not. It's not. It's very we, good. Even, we even talked to because we had uh, we had um we were talking to Oso and uh, Richie Larea, and when mm-hmm. they went to play, I forget what they played out east in Canada Cup, but they were saying even the atmosphere too. It's amazing oh, that they were having yeah, these yeah, yeah, yeah. that they're we're gonna start getting this in the Canada Cup as well with these MLS yeah. teams playing against the CPL. And it's great. It's great for the culture of soccer in this country too. And and yeah, the level is not like we can see it too. We've got people that know football and watch football, you can tell that it's a good it's a good standard. It's a good standard in the, in the league. Yeah. yeah, and it's just going to keep getting better every year. Um, you have to, you have to, yeah. you have to bring in foreign. You have to mix the foreign talent with the, the domestic players that we have. Yeah. Uh, the rules are good for that. We know the under twenty one rule is good. I wish it wasn't pushed to under twenty three. Just yeah. to get, you know, because under twenty one, yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't we don't have a lot of players that are ready to play mm-hmm. eighteen, nineteen, twenty. You know, they're not. Yeah. And and in five years, that'll be better, of course. Yeah. But, when you're comparing it, you know, we had some young kids from uh, the Atletico Madrid Academy, who's arguably the best in the world. These kids are unbelievable players. Unbelievable, I'm sure. Unbelievable players. And yeah. there's one, a number six that was playing today who's 18. And you just see the, the difference from our 18-year-old to theirs. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not to say it's – it just is what it is because that's the that's the system that they have. Yeah. We don't have that yet. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're trying to build. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm excited that, you know, the MLS guys see that because it's important for, for them as well. It's important for broadcasting and future revenues yeah. that come in. Um, and it's good for rivalries. It builds fans in the Canadian yeah. Cup. Halifax does a great job of that. Um, everywhere really does a good job. So, mm-hmm. but, you know, the thing is also people need to understand is that it's really difficult to play on these turf fields every single yeah. week, right? You know, yeah. these players are doing yeah. a lot of travel. And then they have to produce, right? You have to fly yeah. six hours to get to Pacific. And yeah. then, you know, our, sometimes you get to go a day before, but if you don't, yeah. you're playing the next day on a three-hour time change. Yeah. Yeah, you can understand that. Um, so that, that has to be remembered that you, to be able to replicate your performances week in, week out, when you have three, maybe you have three games in three different cities in one week. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And when you're up, you're going from, oh, you might play at Tottenham on the Saturday, but then you got to go to Liverpool. Okay. That is a bigger trip, but nothing compared. Nothing to compared to here. Uh, yeah, CPL exactly. So, but, it makes but uh, Pep loves to complain about that. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they're flying first, yeah, charter. <laughs> yeah. He's flying from Manchester to London. He's like, it. we can't do it. Three and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, Mike, you have anything before we finish with our quick hitters and let Drew go? I was going to ask. Um, in terms of like the CPL growing, and obviously we mentioned all the cities that it's in right now. Are there any cities that you think deserve or should have a CPL team going forward that you would like to maybe see? Oh, I, I 100%. I think Quebec deserves yes, Quebec City. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I know Joey Saputo wouldn't want to have somebody, a competition in Montreal, but maybe in Laval yeah. or, or Longay. Um, just the amount of guys that are available there, you could fill yeah. the team. You yeah. know this, um, and they deserve it. 
they really deserve it. Quebec City would be great because they would That'd be amazing. they would yeah, it'd be another Halifax. It's not too far away. It's a beautiful city. Uh, they would jump right on it. I think there would be some good sponsorship dollars. Um, I got a shout out Saskatoon for sure, but um, they've been talking about it for a couple of years now. I'd hope to see yeah. them in the prairies just to add more teams. Yeah, uh, I, uh, Saskatoon's more exciting place to live than Regina, so okay. I'd say <laughs> that one. Um, I'm trying that's to your recruiting. That's your recruiting pitch for them. That's my recruiting. <laughs> pitch, yeah. yeah. I'll accept, I'll accept payment for my opinion. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, yeah, those two would probably be the, the top yeah. two right now. I think I think a... down in London would be a great one too. Yeah. London. Yeah. Because they've had a they've had a great FC London's had a great uh, yeah. showing, right? So no couple guys I playing think, for yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, Quebec for sure. for sure, I think though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Drew, we usually finish off our pause. We uh we do a little quick hitters with the guests, just okay. little quick questions for you for you before you get out of here. So Mike, you want to start with them? Yeah, you sure. got, you want me to go? Yeah, you got them? Your favorite road city over the years? Oh. This could be just oh, footballing. Like, you like to go there yeah. just because, like, maybe fans have gotten on you. Or it could just be like, you know what? We got there a day before. We got to check out the city. Or we stayed a day after and kind of had, mm-hmm. like, a little bit of fun. You know, the, the fire pit yeah. thing. Something like yeah. that. <laughs> oh, man. That's a tough one. Um. I love playing against the Cosmos in New York City. You know, you, okay. you're, I think they played in Coney Island one year, and you get I'm chasing oh. around Raul in the midfield, and he's 36, and I'm you know I don't know what the time it was, 24 or 23, and Jeez. I didn't touch the ball. So, and then you get to explore <laughs> New York City afterwards, right? So yeah, that was that was really cool because I had never really been there. I had no other reason to go there. So mm-hmm. that's what yeah. football does. Is a, if you didn't grow up being able to travel, right, you get to go to these places. All over the place. I wouldn't say I took advantage of it uh, well enough in my career, but now, now I can do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Damn, chasing uh, around Raul, man. I know. Yeah, but in the midfield, this like he was a forward. I shouldn't be chasing yeah. him in the midfield. Oh man. Uh, next, we got a uh, favorite. Your favorite vacation spot. Vacation. Um. I like Jamaica. I got to go to oh, Monte- okay. uh, Montego Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really like that. Yeah. There was okay. a, yeah, I can't remember the resort, but it was all good inclusive. Peace, well, food, good people. food. Yeah. Yeah. People. Yeah, very nice people. Yeah. Good people. Yeah. That's my favorite. Um, We got best CPL atmosphere, but also give us through your career, best atmosphere you've played in. CPL, I have to give it to Halifax. It's a it's a mm-hmm. intimate place. It's yeah. class. Um, they come. I think the the first year I was in in uh, with Ottawa, it was raining every direction that could have been. I don't know how to say it. It was crazy, <laughs> crazy weather. Um, but they stayed. You know, they stayed wow. and and they've been committed. You know, even though Halifax hasn't been the most successful, they're really you know a great place. It's a great place to play. Um, that's fun. I love our fans too. Yeah. I have to say that our fans are great. We have a very nice venue to do that. TD place is yeah. awesome. Yeah. With the final being there, it was it was awesome. Right. Um, yeah. And what was the, what was the second part of your question? If uh, if anywhere else where you played, not just CPL oh, atmosphere, yeah. Um, I had some time. I I, I, I had some training with um, AIK in Sweden. And oh, they okay. play at Friends Arena in I've been uh, there. Stockholm. You've been there? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. What an atmosphere there. Yeah. Oh, I saw, I bought a ticket the day before 
Um, this was maybe two or three years ago, but I take it the day before. Didn't know where I was. It didn't even give me like an assigned number. I ended up being in the whole like fan section, pretty much just like the ultras. And I was just standing up the entire time. I loved it because one, you could drink where you were standing. (laughs) And then two, I just got involved and I was like, this is wicked. But it's also very strange that it is that arena and like, I don't know if you remember going through the mall and like walking. The mall, the mall. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It's connected to this huge mall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. I was only training with them. And so I, I you okay. know, while I didn't have a contract, I just, I went to watch the games, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, even though I did, that's, that was my favorite for sure. Crazy. Amazing. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, one yeah. of the ones I like always stands out to me. I've, uh, over the last like couple of years, I've gone to loads just like anywhere I'm traveling. But that one, I'm always, I remember just sitting there watching and like looking up though and just seeing like it all covered. But then like the massive Jumbotron, and I was just waiting for the like, <laughs> highlights to pop on it, just like from like a Raptors game or whatever. Like, this is so strange. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing in Europe. In Europe, you don't get the replays. You just, no, you scored. I missed it. I got yeah. scored. <laughs> um building off of that then i guess your favorite or your best footballing experience this could be as like a player or just like viewing god watching being somewhere um <laughs> we get spoiled we get to go to we just saw atletico versus sevilla and they won 6-1 yeah wow. that was an amazing atmosphere and it was uh simeone's 613th game managed which made him all time you know he's wow. been there forever forever he's been there a long time a long time um same suit as just, well yeah same suit yeah <laughs> it has, i think he wears it to sleep he doesn't change <laughs> and then the guys you know it was cool for the younger guys they got to see you know meet griezmann uh meet simeone uh, the guys all came yeah. and you know they take the time to to sit down so and, cool. and have the conversation. So it is, that was, that's really been a really cool thing because they don't have to do that, but we're part yeah. of the family. And, yeah. That's and cool. It's important that people understand that, you know, Atletico Auto gets to do those things. Right. Yeah. And that in turn makes us more attractive for other players. Exactly. Of course. Um, exactly. So that, that's great. I'm trying to think what else. Um, I, I got to see a USA versus Mexico um, World Cup qualifier in Columbus. Okay. That was really oh, cool okay. one year. Uh, the rivalry and just how I just watched that was. documentary that on Prime too. They're talking that a little oh, is there one that came out? Yeah, there's one that came out. It was really good. But they were talking about Columbus and how iconic that that uh, stadium is and all those games they had there. Yeah, so, yeah that would yeah, be a big it's one. Really, some special yeah. memories to play there and and be a part of that it was really cool. Uh, that that's a special thing. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. Yeah, when when my sister played at City, I got to go to a Champions League game. That was really special. Oh, cool. And, oh, yeah, and um, so, you know, I'm a Man United fan, but even though City has a top class of everything and see them in training, I've had some really yeah. cool experiences. So that's, I want, cool. that's why I want to stay in football for that. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. It's hilarious that you mentioned the United fan because I, I did some like deep diving to find this <laughs> and I needed to know who you were supporting. And Keith is a massive I'm a United fan too. He's a United fan and I can't deal with it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a, this guy's a gooner, Drew. This guy's a gooner, man. Uh, yeah. So, uh... You know, hopefully you get to you get to be the champion this year. I hope, you know, for the sake because I, I like seeing Arsenal play too. It's yes, I'm a Man United fan, but I'm from Canada, so I can't be like I'm not, it's not like I'm from Manchester and, right. yeah, and yeah. I'm not going to hate on other clubs. I'm not that guy. So it's cool to see Arteta doing well. I yeah. like it. So can I ask you why though? Like what made you, like we always get asked it. I get asked it all the time over here, living here. Why am I an Arsenal fan? If someone asks you like, why are you a United fan? 
what would your reason be? Uh, that's a great question. Um, Paul Scholes and Ryan Giggs were my favorite players. Okay. Uh, they're growing up. And so they played yeah. United and um, I didn't want to be like Giggs, but I wanted to be like Scholes, even though I was nothing, you know, we're not built anything like, yeah. I liked how he played mm -hmm. the midfield and even though yeah. I was a center back or right back, I, I liked how he was played on the ball. And so he was yeah. on that team. And so I supported that team. Supported that team. Um, yeah. yeah, that was really it. Um, I, I know the, the manager of the facilities at Old Trafford. So okay. I, I um, known him a long time. My father knew him. So his name is Gary Hagerwhite. Uh -huh. And every time I get a chance to go, he'll, he'll give me tickets. And it was really, it's really nice. So there's a lot of good uh, contacts in football. And it's a very small yeah. world. You think it's, you know, you're watching from at home and you're thinking, oh man, there's no way I know anybody there, but you, you end up knowing somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And, and the funny go. thing is we want to be over there, but they want to be over where we're at. It's funny. There's the last one. Okay, a last one. This will be an interesting one. Favorite boot all time. Favorite football boot all time. That's a really good question. Yeah, matter. we like to ask everybody okay. these ones. Um, we have ours too. Okay. Um let me let me find a picture real quick. Mike, what's yours? I was just thinking about what would mine be, but I... There's like mine's, pre mine's the predator, pet predator, like mania. Those predator, yeah, with mania. the late, night from with 2002, the, with yeah, the with, the old, with the elastics, yeah. Elastic I think tongue mine's the first was total 90. This Ooh. one, the Wayne Rooney one, oh, yeah, with the little tongue. That's yeah. a good call. That's yeah, a good call. Those are, I think they made a re or actually, you know what, the red ones were cooler. Let's see if we can get a picture of that. Yeah, uh, I, I had the blue, I remember I had the blue and silver one, yeah. Yeah, that was I like the most those. groundbreaking stuff because they put the yeah. on the side and you just thought, oh yeah, you know what? Commercial. Hit the ball, no problem mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good that's, one. Yeah, that's a like good that. one. Which one did you say, Michael? I think, well, you know what? There's three pairs that come to mind. Like I remember me and Keith, we were 12 years old playing regionals and I got a pair of the F50s. And I don't know if you remember those, the ones that you could like tie the... Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those, those are good too, yeah. Those just like go straight <laughs> to my mind right away. And then I think about Preds as yeah. well, just like being able to put the elastic over and the tongue down and just... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those two. Wow. Come I had a pair of those too, but I got so sad when you get tackled in the, the tongue. Oh, every time, every time. And then you got to be that guy with tape just going over your shoe or whatever <laughs> you did that. No, terrible. Yeah. Bad, bad look. Yeah, no. yeah. Craziness, man. Crazy. Yeah. But yeah. I also it's have, true. I did some, oh. other, like I told you, I did some deep diving. And oh, yes, yes, yes. I know maybe not a regular listener of this podcast, but we've been saying it. And one of our like catchphrases I always say is two nothing is the worst lead in football. <laughs> <laughs> and just seeing your smile straight away, <laughs> I know, like, what are your thoughts on this? Do you agree? Yeah, for sure. It's happened so many times. <laughs> it's happened so many times. Yes, you, true. You're sitting there, especially me as a defender, I feel I'm more pessimistic in the game. I'm like, oh, uh-oh, you know. Okay, 2-0. Yeah. But you need that next one. You need, And yeah. every time you go into halftime and you, you've had these, your coaches say, okay, the next goal is important. Next goal is important. More yeah. important. Yeah. I'd rather be winning 1-0, to be honest with you. I'd rather be winning 1-0 than 2-0. I don't know why. It's, uh, it's in everybody's mind and Oh, oh yeah, that, that was a that was really funny. The video. Like, yeah. <laughs> how, do how do you find those things? <laughs> oh, somewhat. Because when, when that popped up, I sent it to our group chat straight away, and I was like, "See, like." And then, but then, what was it? Arsenal came back last weekend against Bournemouth. They're down two 0 It happened, 
um the villa game we were kind of down came back and won yeah I mean, it's dangerous it is um yeah i've i've been saying it and we've been saying it for so long on the pod but i'm i'm glad you're uh, you're on that <laughs> i mean obviously you want to be leading 2-0 you'd rather yeah. be 0-0 but yeah yeah, I'm speaking to the choir. You understand? I mean, it's just it's exactly. Funny, it's a funny thing in a game. That yeah, happens. I don't think it exists really in any other sport. Yeah, no, I, um, funny. That's it. But Drew, yeah, thank you, man. We we appreciate oh, you taking great. time in thank Spain you, for us. Um, taking a little no time worries. and it was great to chatting. And we know you're a great footballing mind, and we're looking forward to see what you do in your next phase. We'll be keeping tabs for sure, and keeping Thanks, in touch, man. and maybe we'll, we'll we'll lock in again uh, down the line yeah. and see how things are going. Whatever. I'm sure maybe we, we we might run into each other this summer running around. We'll see. Yeah. So yeah, um, whatever you need, yeah, any tickets, we go into a game. Let me know. Yeah, from out there for sure. But um, yeah, yeah, appreciate it, man. Yeah, thank Thanks, you very guys. much. Talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Take care. Take care.